0: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get
1: ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself depending on the subject matter and your needs.
0: Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the program, Tips on Finding Your Magic. Here is a fun and interesting thing to do. Walk into a gym store. Maybe you have one in your town, if not... I bet there's one nearby and by gym store, it could be an outright gym shop, or it could just be one of these metaphysical shops that has a bunch of different types of gemstones. Just walk in and take your time and go around and just touch every single type of gemstone in the store. Most of these places are not that big. So you should be able to do this over a course of maybe, you know, a less than half an hour. And you can even just pick up a stone for us, just a second or two and put it back down. And what you are looking for is a stone that feels instantly like it is vibrating or buzzing in your hand. And you don't know which stone it's going to be. Now, people who run these types of stores, they don't mind you going around and touching everything. And if they come up and ask you what you're doing, you say, oh, I am experimenting with gemstone crystal healing or a crystal power, and I listened to this guy who has this show called Strange Things, and he said that sometimes you'll touch a stone, and it will resonate somehow with you. It will buzz. It will vibrate. I want to see if there's anything that vibrates with me, and people who work at these types of stores, they 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 understand. They're like, oh, okay, and they may even give you some tips and tell you, well, oh, try this stone out, because the idea is that going back to chakras and all that, that uh, your body is sort of like a guitar. You have these strings that need to stay in tune and naturally the strings get out of tune over time. And so you get them back in tune by coming into contact with something that resonates at the frequency that you need. And so if one of your strings or chakras is out of tune and you pick up a crystal that has a vibration that you can feel, well, then that means it's trying to retune that for you and get you back in sync, get you harmonized again. So look, you might not find one that feels that way, but give it a shot. If you find a stone that just feels like it's just the slightest bit vibrating, that's your stone. Buy it. Okay, buy that thing right there, and you want it to be, however, I mean, for what I'm about to tell you, you want it to be a size that you can just put in your pocket. That's what I recommend. Your pocket or your purse or whatever. Just keep it on your person. Keep it with something you can keep on your body throughout your day. After you get this stone, I want you to go home. And trust me, even if you don't find it at one t- on one occasion, try it again in the future somewhere else. But if you find a stone that buzzes ever so slightly for you, then when you get home, take out a piece of paper and write the date and the time and a brief description of how you feel. Or you could make it a lengthy description. Write down how you feel physically, mentally, spiritually, what's happening in your life. Write all that down. Then keep that stone with you uh, for seven days. And you don't have to keep it on you while you're sleeping, but whenever you're up and running around and you're during your waking hours, keep it in again, your pocket on your body somewhere. It doesn't have to be touching your skin. Just have it close to your body. And I want you that first day to set your calendar. However, you keep appointments, you set your calendar so that it's going to tell you in seven days up time to check in on your stone experiment So you're going to probably forget about this experiment over seven days. You'll just have that stone with you. The seventh day, the alarm goes off. And now I want you to sit down with that piece of paper and write a new paragraph, put down the date, the time and write how you feel. And if you feel better, if your life has gone better over that seven day period, you have got a nice little manifestation tone. Uh, manifest, manifestation stone as a new tool. And once you have a stone like that, that's working for you, you can use that momentum and you can take a little piece of paper and write something that you want to achieve on that piece of paper. Write down something like, well, I, I'm i I'm attracting a new job or a better job or I'm attracting better health or I'm attracting a date for Saturday night. whatever it is you're working on at that time, wrap that stone in it And then carry that in your pocket or again on your person, put it in wherever and see if you have a good manifestation stone for yourself. This is a very simple thing that anybody can do. And if you, if you do this and you have some success, especially I'd like for you to email me because I think it would be cool to compile a little list of different types of stones. That my listeners are having success with, and at some point I'll sit down and I'll give a report about that, and so well, these are the stones that keep popping up the most for people, and you can kind of imagine what two or three of them are probably going to be, but maybe we'll find some new weird ones that we 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 haven't thought about or heard about before, and and you know how that goes when you email me, I I can't I cannot re- reply to every email, it's impossible, I get thousands of them, but I will do my best to read every one. I was thinking about this because, you know, I wrote this ebook and audio book called Finding Your Magic. I wrote it a few years ago. And many of you listening to this show have become great students of the Finding Your Magic system. And of course, I did a couple of conferences and uh, people came to the conference and we did exercises and experiments. And I realized that, you know what? I have never, never really talked about Finding Your Magic on this podcast. On this particular strange things podcast. So I figured, you know, what, I'm going to take a minute here as we're starting to, for me anyway, uh, work where I'm recording this in November. So where I'm working my way toward getting my mind in the right spot for the new year. And I figured it's a good time to start um, sort of recharging our psychic batteries. And so if you're new to this manifestation stuff, this is going to be a great overview for you. But if you are a student of finding your magic, then you're you're going to hear some stuff that you probably haven't heard before. And you're going to be refreshed on some things that we we all need to be refreshed on from time to time. And of course, in my curiosity shop on my website, that's where you'll find the finding your magic ebook and audio book read by me. But let me start by Just giving everybody a little overview here, I'm going to read the introduction to you from Finding Your Magic. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. We've all heard that before, right? Arthur C. Clarke. It's okay if you think magic may be BS. The word magic has been misused and abused for many years, and now I will teach you the true meaning of the word. By the time you finish reading or listening to this guide, you will be able to use magic to create amazing things in your life. It works almost every single time guaranteed. So long as you use it correctly, it is the divine power that was used to create everything in the universe. And it resides within you right now. If you ever doubt the power of magic, Just look outside at the buildings, trees, hills, mountains, oceans, planets, and stars. Nothing is truly man-made. Humans only take the resources that were here and rearrange them. Now, we struggle to understand how those resources were originally created, because we must accept that an invisible power produced and holds all those things together. That invisible power is magic. For the sake of clarity, I will now pause to switch my spelling of the word. And this is when I explain that when I'm talking about magic spelled M-A-G-I-C, like a Las Vegas stage magician, we add a K on the end to distinguish it, meaning we're talking about real magic. So the extra K signifies that difference between an entertaining illusion and a true manifestation. Therefore, when I'm talking about magic, here's my definition. Here's what I mean. For the purposes of this system, the finding your magic system, magic is mentally projecting your intention to shape physical reality to your desires. I'll say it again. Magic is mentally projecting your intention to shape physical reality to your desires. That's what we're talking about here. I call it ultimately lucid living. It's like when you have a dream and you feel like you can't control the dream and you're helpless and you don't know what's going on and it's chaos. And then all of a sudden, in some cases, you become lucid and now you can control the dream and you can start having fun. When we come back from this break, I'm going to explain to you how I think this works. I'm going to go over the personality types that I came up with. You have a personality type that's going to help you connect with the type of magic that works best for you. It's one of 12 personality types. It just happened to work out that way. And then I'm gonna go down the list and start giving you some sort of like behind the scenes info on some of my experiences with these different techniques. If you're interested in learning more about this, all you have to do is go to my website, joshuapwarren.com, and you'll find a link to the Curiosity Shop there. And that's where you'll find the, the Finding Your Magic info. But also, while you're there, be sure to sign up on my homepage for my free e-newsletter takes you two seconds you put your email address in there hit the submit button i have some really cool experiments i'm going to be sending out soon that you can participate in and it's only for people who subscribe to my free e-newsletter you'll also get some free goodies sent to me uh, or sent from me to you automatically when you sign up joshua you're listening to strange things On the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art
1: Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's AM.com.
3: with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot strange things.
0: back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Before the 1900s, most scientists considered space and time to be two entirely separate and different things. However, all that changed when Einstein began publishing his groundbreaking works on relativity in the early 20th century. Suddenly time and space were merged into one fabric called space time. It is still mind-boggling to grasp how time and space could be elements of the same essential thing and therefore you can imagine how truly profound this was to even the smartest minds in the early 1900s the idea is that space and time though fundamentally different are essentially two sides of the same coin and always act in tandem Now, even that is difficult to grasp from a normal human perspective, and yet it has been proven true experimentally over and over again. Now, in this day and age, virtually no one doubts the truth of this model, however weird and unlikely, since we use it effectively every day in our work, especially when dealing with satellites, telescopes, and vast distances regarding outer space. Now, I'm using this as a reference as I propose another quote-unquote fabric of reality that is accessible to DNA-carrying beings like ourselves. But instead of space-time, I call this knowledge power or KP. We'll just call it KP. Now, this should be relatively easy for you to grasp, since we've all heard the old adage that knowledge is power. Now, that may not be exactly true, no more than it's accurate to say that time is space. Time is not space, and space is not time, but the two are intimately connected. And in a similar fashion, knowledge and power are intimately connected, just like electricity and magnetism forming electromagnetism so therefore if we are to consider knowledge power or kp another fabric of reality accessible to conscious beings well it is our ultimate goal to tap into this layer and to see as clearly as possible into this layer in order to attain lucid living that is your goal So over the decades, I have met many thousands of people around the world who are lucidly living, and they tap into this KP every single day. Some of them do it naturally, but don't realize it. Many people want to do it, but have no idea where to start. And some think it's just a fantasy and roll their eyes. And I can tell you from personal experience, what we have in common is that we're all humans, and yet we are all unique with unique DNA. Not everything works for everybody. So the key is finding a particular technique that works for you in particular. So, for example, I've met a lot of people who become lucid by using the wishing machine, but I've met others who say I don't like wishing machines because I don't feel comfortable with things that have knobs and dials and switches. I like wands. But then I've met people who say wands don't work for them because they prefer to use dowsing instruments or rods and pendulums, things like that. And then I've met People who don't like using any instruments and they simply say, I just pray or I meditate or I use the methods of the force, which, of course, I wrote about in my book, Use the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. And then there are plenty of people out there who say, look, nothing has ever worked for me. I've tried this or that, and it all just seems to be a bunch of bull. And a lot of those people who, who don't believe in anything at all. Um, they are atheists, or at very least agnostics, who often just put their faith in technology. So I became fascinated by all these different types, and I, I started studying them and studying philosophy and religion and astrology and interviewing people. And basically, here's what I did. I came up with 12 different personality types. I wanted there to be 10. That's a nice round number. But uh, it became clear that the 12 was the essential number to account for everyone and you fall into one of these 12 personality types. And in my finding your magic system, you give yourself a a simple test to figure out what personality type you are. I'm not going to get into that test, but uh, it's a test that you do on your own to figure out what is most likely going to work for you. And you can be, um, you can be multiple personality types, but here are the basic personality types. We have the techno, we have the force bender, we have the prayer, the name seer, the spellcaster, the remote or remote viewer, the PK, the dowser, the psionic, the scepter. The scryer and the clero. Okay. So let's talk about what that kind of means. What, 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 what this kind of sort of means. As you go through the system, what you do is you learn what each personality type is all about and then how you can make magic start working for you. You know, Socrates said, know thyself. So let's start with personality type number one, the techno. A techno is a person, and, and this is what many people are like these days, uh, who is just technologically oriented. It may be difficult for you to feel truly humble. Um, technology is actually, though, a form of magic that works so reliably you don't even think of it as magic. When Thomas Edison invented the phonograph in 1877, many people believed it was a hoax because everybody knew you can't record a sound, right? A sound is an intangible thing. How can you record a sound and play it back? But he was a techno. And he was able to create magic because of his foundation with solid technology. And the, the cool thing about being a techno and taking this uh, system is that what you realize is that uh, you don't need faith in order for magic to work for you. You don't need to believe in anything. You don't need to have faith in anything. And a good example of that is an optical illusion, because if you look at an optical illusion, And and there are a million of them out there. Just jump on the Internet. And then it looks like, you know, there's a drawing and it looks like wheels are spinning. Well, you know, those wheels aren't spinning. You know, they're not spinning, but they look like they're spinning. And that is what creates the effect. It's not faith and belief. It is perception. You need to give yourself the perception. And that gives you the momentum in order to make things start to mentally connect your inner and outer worlds. So for example, let's say here's a simple thing a techno can do. You know, you hear people talking about writing affirmations for what they want to manifest. Well, since a techno is inclined to be comfortable with technology, instead of writing a little affirmation and leaving it on the bathroom mirror, a techno has much more success if he or she sends him or herself an email or a text with the affirmation because that's what connects more with you writing it on a piece of paper. I'm kind of old fashioned. I still like to write things on a piece of paper, but on the other hand, if you're the type of person who is just glued to your phone, start sending like literally pretend that you're sending that message to somebody else, but you're sending it to yourself. The affirmations are much more powerful. I'll just keep moving on here next we have the force bender or the Jedi the force bender is a person who's most comfortable just Organically feeling a vast sea of energy all around and tapping into that sea directly using the mind and spirit This is what most psychics are kind of like they are Force spender types and they may use tools, you know tarot cards or uh, various types of, you know, crystal balls. We get into all that kind of stuff to help a little bit. But uh, you can use tuning forks as a force bender to help you with their exercises about how to do that, about the uh, way to create effective affirmations. Uh, again, you got to read my Use the Force book for that. But a lot of people, I'd say most people in our uh, our society are prayers. Now, a prayer is a person who believes that he or she can project a thought and that some form of God can hear you, that some form of God can hear you. And I give some great stories in here about why that certain prayers work and why certain prayers don't. And there are exercises in here to help you because it boils down to negotiation. You know, everybody, if they, a prayer will often go to God mentally, whatever, again, you think God is and act like God is a big Santa Claus. And you say, gimme, 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 gimme. And if you, if if, if you think you're a really good person, you say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, gimme, gimme, gimme. But if you want an effective prayer, there is a negotiation that must go on there where you are. you, You say, thank you. And gimme, but here's what I'm going to give you in return. Okay, you must give in order to receive. That, this is the kind of stuff, this is very practical stuff that we get into. When we come back, we're going to talk about, oh, the spellcasters. Are you a spellcaster? Could you be a great remote viewer? Could you be a great. Dowser, and I'm going to tell you about some stuff you might have never even heard of before when we come back. Tips on finding your magic. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back after these important messages.
5: Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminesce, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products so more can enjoy a more youthful look. LuminS is great for women and men on those fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, plus great on the neck, forehead, and hands. Dr. Newman. What causes the skin to break down with age? Changes that we start to look on our skin starts actually in our 20s, where we get sun damage and the effects of pollution and our environment start to cause our skin to age and we start to break down the collagen, the elastin, and we get glycation, which is the sugar that we eat, gets stuck within the collagen fibers and makes our skin inflexible. The luminous skincare line does two things. One, it has a reparative effect. So it makes the skin look and feel much better, softer, supple, and more young and smooth. But it also is preventative. So it prevents the skin from the breakdown and the damage that we get from the sun and from the environment and from sugars that we have in our body. Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered LuminS products and decided a price reduction was in order, so more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based LuminS. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try LuminS, how about our starter kit postage paid for $19.99? See the full line of products from LuminS, plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. healthylooking. from HealthyLooking.com.
0: Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host Joshua P. Warren and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. One of the most interesting personality types is the name seer. If you find out you're a nameseer, you have the ability to take an abstract concept and condense it into a little mental package that you can name. You give this little mental package a name, and therefore you can control it. It, it reminds me of the story of Stilskin. You've heard me talk about this. You can only get control of him if you know his name. The same goes for demonology. This the, all, the whole study of like, if you want to control a demon, you must know that demon's name. And there are some people who are really good at doing that kind of thing. Of course, there are exercises that give you tips on that. It reminds me also, it's very, very much connected to uh, some of these people who are spell casters. That's the next personality type, the spell caster. And uh, this is... um this is, you know, as a spellcaster, the sounds that come from your mouth can hurt, heal, make peace or disrupt. The, the spellcaster is able to take a thought and transform it into something that makes a tangible impact on others through speaking. And I mean, and the simplest example would just be saying to someone, your mom just died that's going to make a huge impact or you, or you say to somebody you just won a million dollars see this is what I'm talking about it's using the power of words to get a big reaction and, and make things happen politicians are often great spellcasters. There's an exercise called the Stroop effect that you can use to test out your skills in that department. As a remote viewer, there are many different methods of remote viewing. One you've heard me talk about before is called associative remote viewing, where if I'm going to go gamble on the roulette wheel, instead of me asking you to gamble on, uh, if I say, do you think it's going to be red or black? I could say, well, uh, do you think it's going to be a cheeseburger or a pizza? And you don't know what I'm talking about. And I say, just say say something that comes to mind. And you go, uh, okay, a pizza. And I go, ah, because I had designated in my mind that the, the cheeseburger was going to be red and the pizza was going to be black. And so now I bet on black, but you didn't know what you were participating in. I give you experiments to do with that in here. Uh, let's see. The next type of personality type. I'm not going to get through all these. I'm sure. The PK. This is a psychokinetic or a telekinetic uh, as a who doesn't want to have that power as a PK. You are apt at directly affecting in a relatively short amount of time, the physical reality around you. Uh, so this is sort of like, you know, the old Jedi reaching out there and uh, snapping up the lightsaber. A PK can influence small things like the movement of a tiny object or huge things like The weather, and I have already given you some ideas about how to do exercises training with that, but uh, don't forget, you can do stuff like cloud busting. That's a, a version of this where you go out and you stare at a cloud, a big, fluffy, cohesive cloud, and you try to break it up into pieces just with your gaze, Um, the dowser, you know, one of the things about dowsing is, okay, if dowsing doesn't have a lot to do with the tool, whether you, you're using a pendulum or you're using dowsing rods, it has more to do with your mind because the, the, the dowsing tools are really just sort of picking up and magnifying small reactions that are happening inside your body. It's sort of a feedback device. But a lot of people, they pick up these tools and they don't know how to use them properly because they don't program them. You don't just pick up a dowsing tool and just start using it. You have to tell the tool what you want it to do for you. And a lot of people don't know that. And so I get into how to program dowsing tools. If if, if dowsing is something that connects with you, the psionic is the type of person that's personality type number nine who loves radionics and psionics and wishing machines and all that stuff. Uh, here's something that uh, is really cool, though, uh, that sort of combines psionics with the next section, which is the scepter. See a, a scepter is a as a person who has a talent for using magic wands, but there are things in psionics and radionics that are similar to using magic wands that kind of blur the line for example, a very powerful psionic device which also is used as a wand is a flashlight because the simplest flashlight is producing a nice stream of directed energy. And so what a lot of people do is they'll take a flashlight and they will put it on top of a wishing machine and they will charge. They'll, they'll tune that machine for an intention and just let that flashlight sit there on the wishing machine, or they will use it with other manifestation tools like a miraculous prayer board or whatever the thing is that you're into. But you, you use your, 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 your manifestation device in order to charge up the flashlight. And then when you turn the flashlight beam on, it's firing up like the apex of the Luxor pyramid here in Vegas. And it's acting as a giant wand that you can then use to direct either literally or symbolically toward the target of your intention. And I've even gone so far as to take Toys! I, I've never talked about this before. Um, I have a toy ray gun. Just like something out of the 1950s that I found in one of these great old fashioned general, like general store type toy shops years ago. And it looks so cool that I wanted to buy it, especially since when you pull the trigger on it, it makes this really cool sound and it lights up. And it even has a little moving part that spins around inside. And I find that even though this is literally harmless in terms of a weapon in the traditional sense, I can use this as an actual gun for firing off an intention as a manifestation exercise. So I take this gun, for example, and I'll put it on a wishing machine and I'll charge that wishing machine with something that I want to happen uh, or I'll, I'll tune that wishing machine with something that I want to happen and, and and use that to charge the gun And then after it's been on there for a day. I'll pick the gun up and I will I'll fire this thing And it's it's lighting up right now, and I'm envisioning this shooting my intention Wherever I want it to go and sometimes I turn the thing around and I direct it on myself if I'm trying to do something to myself Something positive to myself. Um, so get creative. Uh, you see how some of this stuff allows you to sort of combine like uh, the psionics and the scepter. But if you're just an old fashioned scepter, you're a good old fashioned wand making person. It's a very practical thing. Here's something that you should do. Go get yourself a chopstick, a wooden chopstick, and take a piece of aluminum foil And wrap it around the middle of the chopstick and tape it so that the wooden ends are are bare wood. But in the middle, you just have this layer of aluminum foil. That makes a perfect little magic wand that actually is what we called sound from an organic standpoint. That's a whole different conversation for another day, talking about organ energy. If you have a wand that's effective... How you test it is you turn it around and you point it at yourself. You point it between your eyes towards your third eye. And if you point a wand towards your third eye and you feel a pressure or a tingling or a heat or even an uncomfortable sensation, you go, whoa, that's when you know you have an effective wand. And I give you tips on how you can take these wands and use them to direct your intentions for various different purposes. A lot of cool exercises in here. Very interactive. We have the scryer scryer is as a visionary. This is a person who can psychically see into the past, present or future, regardless of time and space to witness a scenario unfold. Of course, the most famous scryer in history was Nostradamus. And it said that he would he would often do something like, you know, take a metal bowl filled with water. And stare into it by dim light to see his visions, in other cases, he would produce these chemical reactions that would make these gaseous vapors and smoke come up, and he would see forms in the smoke. so I give you some uh some tips on how you can make some very interesting little scrying tools and enter other states of mind and Of course, I get into seeing the aura and interpreting the aura. And that's all, another thing. If you sign up for my free e-newsletter, if you don't know this already, you get to, um, you will receive a link to what I call the Aura Visor, A-U-R-A, Aura Visor. It's a tool that you can use to train your eyes to see the aura. And then we get into Clairomancy. The Claro is a, a person who is great at understanding signs and symbols. And I talk about all these different little tools you can use and techniques you can use in order to to use cleromancy, as they call it. cleromancy is similar to dropping a feather to observe the direction of the invisible wind. You can't see the wind, but you see what how you see how that feather moves and you predict what's going to happen that way. And you can use well, I think tarot cards is a, a method of cleromancy. Seashells, sticks, coins. Oh you can even use a deck of playing cards. Anyway, look, I'm about out of time for this segment. Um, And uh, all I can tell you is if you go right now to JoshuaPWarren.com and click the link to the Curiosity Shop, you'll get a heck of a deal if you want to get this system. I promise you a special seasonal price. When we come back, I want to read an email to you from a man who says he has discovered something amazing that you should do as an experiment in your bedroom. That will improve your life, your health, your sleep, your dreams, all of it. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back.
1: ParanormalDate.com. You meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets
3: it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go.
1: Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. You sure?
3: Very. Good luck with. That.
1: I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about paranormaldate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's paranormaldate.com. It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom.
5: Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well,
1: yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you.
5: You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it.
1: Wow. This ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. Paranormaldate.com. You are not alone.
0: Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host Joshua P. Warren, and before I move completely away from Finding Your Magic, just want to point out here that at the end, after all that stuff in this book, this ebook and audiobook, I talk about cymatics. Sigils, rituals, pumping chi, candle magic. That's a good one. Candle magic. It's a lot simpler than you might think. And it's very, very effective. You can get candles of different types and different colors. And then you burn the candle in order to achieve a certain a goal. So let's say, like, a lot of times if somebody's looking for money, then that person might burn a green candle or a gold candle. And you sort of meditate on the candle as it's burning and you envision that sort of flame radiating your desire and maybe the smoke sending it up into the universe. Candle magic's a really good, easy thing for a lot of people to play with. Um, and then of course we get into, <laughs> Some stuff like quantum physics, the power of the phrase I am, some tips on gambling and money and luck. And it's, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you this because people, they email me all the time and they say, how do I become more powerful? You know, how do I, how do I get what I want? And I say, well, <laughs> there are a lot of things you can do, but why don't you try, try this? Okay. Start with this. Go to my curiosity shop and right now it's at a super, super discounted seasonal price. Finding Your Magic. Um, seasonal, boy, it's, it's uh, you know, this is a podcast that you can listen to at any point in the future, but uh, I just had my birthday, and I'm going to pretend like this is live radio for a minute, and I just want to thank everybody. I, I was just overwhelmed by the enormous amount of, of wonderful messages and gifts and just the, the generosity that I was shown by so many people uh, all around the world. I mean, it, it really is astounding. I, I, I told people, these people say, what do you want? And I go, well, how about a gifts card? And I gave out a restaurant and all, all of a sudden, boom, I I'm going to be eating at that restaurant for a long time based upon your gifts. So <laughs> thank you so much. And in fact, for my birthday, uh, my wife Lauren and I, we went to one of the big resort casinos here in Las Vegas and sort of pampered ourselves. And so, um, at one point I was at this sort of small buffet. And as I was standing in line, I heard the guy, a couple people back from me say to, uh, some woman, uh, hey, you can get in front of me. It's your birthday. Okay. So of course I, I turned to her and I said, is today your birthday? And she says, yeah. And I said, huh. today's my birthday too. And she said, really? And I said, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of interesting that we're both in line here at the together. And, and then I mentioned that, you know, my birthday is October 25th. My mother's is November 3rd. My sister's is November 5th. So there's like this cluster of birth. And she goes, you're kidding me. She says, my sister's birthday is November. The th- hers was her sister's birthday was November the 3rd. Okay. So we had like all these dates in common. And it was just, again, on some, you know, random lady there. And uh so we wished each other happy birthday. And then I walked away. And it was just one of those reminders about how there is some kind of design here in the universe. So. Happy birthday to my mother, Peggy. Happy birthday to my sister, Jessica. (laughs) We're all in the midst of the birthday season. And of course we are heading into the holiday season now, but, uh, gosh, it's a, it's a great time to, to start, like I say, getting your head on straight, thinking about life in a different way, experimenting with improvements. And here is a message that I got from a man named Tom and, uh, I believe, gosh, I want to say that he, well, he lives somewhere here in the United States, up north. I, I forget which northern state he lives in exactly. But anyway, he, cause he's emailed me a couple times before, and he says, Josh, for the past several years, I have been conducting an informal experiment with a single test subject myself, which I thought might interest you. Every seven days, I change the geomagnetic alignment of my bed by 10 degrees. Thus, every 36 days, my bed is in alignment with my head pointing at true north and my feet at true south. The sleep effects have been astounding. During the seven days, the bed is aligned north-south, sleep quality is remarkably improved, as is dream clarity. And also, physical health conditions are remarkably improved. Pulse is strong and regular. Blood oxygenation is constant at 98%. And the general sense of well-being is great. I believe that a properly documented sleep study of the effects of this nocturnal alignment would produce amazing and consistent results. Initially, you may wish to try this experiment yourself. The results are remarkable. Huh. So did you get that? My impression is that most of us, of course, we take our bed and we just shove it up against the wall and uh, it that's where it stays, that's where it fits, that's where it stays. But I get the impression what he's saying is that his bed is sort of uh, in the center of a room or, or, or some situation where he can rotate his bed. That's what I'm envisioning here. He says, every seven days I change the geomagnetic alignment of my bed by 10 degrees. So that means every 36 days, which is, you know, 360 degrees, every 36 days, my bed is aligned with my head pointing at true north and my feet at true south. So try it out. If if there's anybody else out there who's in a position to try it out and you want to do it, please do and get back to me. It sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? Uh, thank you for that, Tom. Uh, I, you know, I, I just love when people send ideas for new experiments or, or things that I could just pass along and share with you. You know, I don't have the time to try out everything myself, of course, but, uh, that's why it's great to have an audience because somebody out there will try it and let me know. I need to do, um, I need to do a show. Uh, let's see. Maybe I did a show about feng shui. Did I do one? I don't even remember. I've done so many shows. It reminds me a little bit though, of some of the feng shui concepts where that, uh, you know, every room has got a sort of energy flow. And even if it's just a sub, like a subconscious subjective impression, still, it changes your mood and the way that you feel. And you can, you can manipulate that. With uh, water flow and uh, various, you know stones and plants and the way you orient your furniture, all this stuff affects things. And this would be interesting because uh, one of the uh, things that a, a Feng Shui practitioner will traditionally do is walk in with a compass. And there's actually a sort of a complex history behind taking that compass and reading it in a particular way for Feng Shui purposes. So, yeah, if I haven't done a good feng shui show, maybe I'll dig into that. Something else I don't think I've done a show about palmistry. That's always been interesting to me uh, because uh, I actually started learning to read palms when I was just a kid in elementary school. And uh, and, you know, the thing is, there's a lot to it. I mean, you think it's just reading lines on people's hands. But, um, it's much more elaborate. I think the main reason I haven't done a show about palmistry is because it's a, that's a very visual topic. You know, it's, it's much easier to just read a book about it. And that way you have all these illustrations there, but it's not just about the lines on the hand. It also has a lot to do with just the shape of the hand and the fingernails. And I think there's something to it. I do believe that there's something about the way the body is formed that has a tendency to reflect something about what's inside. And I mean, I'm the obvious example of that is just looking at how worn a person's hands are. You know, does it look like this person's been out digging ditches or this person's been typing on a computer keyboard all day? You know, you can tell certain things by looking at somebody's hands, but there might be something a little deeper to it. I think that I'll save that for another time, but the clock has got us, my friends. So, uh, let's stay with that magical form of thinking, that magical style, that magical perspective as you get ready to take a deep breath. If you can, close your eyes, relax. Let's make your next week the best week ever as you enjoy the one and only Good Fortune Tone.